Hawaii Pacific Health presents HPU Softball. Brought to you by Kapili Solar Roofing and Painting. Building peace of mind one roof at a time. Pioneer Electric, providing Hawaii's contractors with top quality supplies since 1964. And Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. Now let's go to the field on Hawaii Sports Radio Network on AM 760 and 95.1 FM and online at hawaiisportsradio.com. Aloha and welcome to Sand Island Park. We are here live in Honolulu. A little dry for now after a couple of days of downpours. And we're excited to bring you the HBU softball home opener today versus Western Washington, a team representing the GNAC. The Vikings come into today's action at 4-3. and three. HPU at 0-7, looking to get their first win of the 2023 campaign. I'm Kyle Galdera, joined here at our broadcast position by Paul Brecht. Paul, welcome for your first time to Sand Island. Thank you so much. Uh, it was quite the trip to get here, as I let you and Ku'ule know uh, when I got here. But happy to be here now. A beautiful field position here. We have the water in the background of the outfield. Uh, starters are being read out now. And like you mentioned, dry for now, hoping to keep it that way as long as we can. And we are very thankful to Battery Bill, Hawaii's trusted source for portable power because without him and his crew, we wouldn't be on air today. He helped with a portable power source. It's the EcoFlow Pro. You can visit one of their three locations, Mapunapuna, Nimitz, and Hilo. And because of that, we're able to bring you our action today from the Sand Island Park because Howard Aokita Field is still underwater. So because of that, we made the move to Sand Island, and that's why we're a bit later today, getting started around 1 p.m., and we'll have both games of the doubleheader live for you here on Hawaii Sports Radio Network. And let's pause for the National Anthem and Hawaii Ponoi. We'll be right back. This is HPU Shark Softball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Now back to Hawaii Pacific University. Shark Softball, presented by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Sand Island Park here in Honolulu. We're a few minutes away from starting our doubleheader action. It's HPU hosting Western Washington. And let's take a look at the Sharks, Paul. Uh, HPU off to a rough start, 0-7, a long California road trip. And Coach Shorty, Jarnett Lono, in her sixth year was telling me before the game, basically they're having a hard time hitting the outside pitch. And once their first game happened in California, all the other teams got together and shared that blueprint. So, of course, they pitched HPU outside. They struggled to hit, scored five runs in those seven games, and here we are 0-7. So it's going to be up to HPU today to try to flip the script, hit the outside pitch, and try to bounce back, get the first win, maybe even two. Yeah, unfortunately, especially when you get to this level, uh, once a weakness is shown in your team's game, a lot of times that information is shared throughout the league, uh, throughout, uh, like you mentioned, entire states. Uh, and a rough road trip to start out the year for the Sharks, but now back here in Hawaii uh, looking to open up uh, home play with a win against a very talented Western Washington squad. And looking at the Vikings, their starting lineup begins with Kinsey Williams. She is a junior hitting, pardon me, a senior hitting 417, so she'll be at the top of the lineup. She's the designated player. Isabel Cargill hitting second, playing right field. Haley Rath playing short, batting third. Kanilehua Pitoy, the second baseman out of Roosevelt, hitting cleanup today. Emily Paulson, Brooke Fessenbeck, and Amaya Davis. 
followed by McKenna Crum and the center fielder, Taylor Karami. On defense for the Sharks, Brandon Leong out in second. Uh, Noel Saunders, Tita Saunders playing left field. Haley Loshida, the designated player. Third baseman, Tiara Hernandez. Shortstop, Kanoi Tanigawa. Right fielder, Hoku Ching. Center fielder, Jewel Larson. Catcher, Savannah Salier Kovacs. And first baseman, uh, Alexis Oshiro. Starting pitcher for HPU today, Taylor Thompson. 0-5 coming into this one. She starts it off with a pitch down the middle. Grounded to second by Kinsey Williams for a quick out for HPU. First pitch today, 12.55 p.m. Great start for the Sharks right there. One pitch, one out, an easy ground out right up the middle to the second baseman. And uh, like I mentioned uh, before, you want to start out your home slate pretty well. Well, good early start now for the Sharks. That'll bring up Isabel Cargill. As Thompson rears back and throws this one in there for a strike. Good start there. Thompson peering in, wearing that face guard. HPU in their all-black Nike uniforms with the white socks today. The Vikings wearing blue tops and white pants. This pitch has popped up to left, down the line, and out of play. It's caught nicely there by the left fielder, Saunders, ranging. And you can see, Paul, that wind taking the ball from straightaway left field all the way out of play for out number two. Yeah, that ball just kept on traveling into foul territory. A nice job tracking the ball there by Saunders, and she puts it away for the second out of the inning. Uh, you can see early on here Western Washington aggressive at the plate, not really waiting back for a pitch, just seeing one that they like early and attacking it. Haley Rath at the plate now with two outs, swings and misses at strike one. 79 degrees here for first pitch today. Quite an improvement on the stormy weather we've had here in the islands the past few days. Rath hitting 269 coming into this game. One RBI to her credit. Thompson checks her pissed rich pitch wristband now. Delivers and this one is fouled away by Rath. 0-2 now. Nice job by the pitcher of getting ahead. And you hear that foul ball. We have a couple of pukas here in our press box fencing, so we're always being aware of... Uh, Ball's flying our way. Safe so far, though. Knock on wood. Going to the count here to Rath. Thompson, the right-hander, rears back and delivers this one just a bit outside. Nice pitch location there. 100% uh, agree there. A nice job by Thompson trying to hit that outside corner just a little bit too far outside there, but trying to test here early on what the umpire's strike zone is. So the 1-2 pitch is right. Oh, I thought it was on the corner, but taken just a bit outside. 2-2 two two the count. So deuces wild. Two balls, two strikes, two outs here in the top of the first. No score so far. Western Washington batting to lead off this game. Rath, the right-hander, rests the bat on her right shoulder. Now gets ready. Thompson peers in. Now delivers. And this one is lined up the middle. A nice job of two-strike hitting by Rath to get on base with two outs. You said it, nice job, two strike hitting. Not some, her, uh, not sacrificing any power from her swing there and has great contact. Ball goes right directly, right back up the middle and uh, now something going with two outs for the Vikings. And that'll bring up Kanilehua Pitoy, the Roosevelt product, local girl. Interestingly enough, Coach Jarnett Lono for HPU 
used to play for Roosevelt as well. So a nice Rough Rider connection there. Patoy stands in with two out, takes ball one low. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to HBU Shark Softball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. KGU AM K236CR Honolulu is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht back with you live for HBU Softball. Sharks on the field for the first time today as Thompson delivers another ball to Pitoy. And just as we were talking about before, Thompson working ahead, this is exactly what you don't want to do is work from behind, especially against a hitter like Pitoy, who can really do damage. No score so far here in the first, but Western Washington threatening. Here's Pitoy popping it up to left. Gobbled up nicely there by Saunders, and that'll put an end to the Vikings rally. One hit, one left on, nothing going in the top of the first. We'll be back with the home half. This is HBU Shark Softball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. You're listening to HBU Softball, brought to you in part by Kapili Solar Roofing and Painting on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, AM 760, 95.1 FM, and com. No score so far here at Sand Island Park. It's the home opener for the HBU Sharks. And for the Sharks, if they are going to win this game, they're going to have to do a good job against opposing pitcher Maureen Ramirez. She comes in for Western Washington at 3-0, an 0-4-9 ERA, and 33 strikeouts in just 28 and two-thirds innings. Yeah, the true ace of the staff this season for the Vikings. Uh, you mentioned it, an earned run average below one per game. So not really used to seeing any numbers put up on the board, let, al let alone crooked ones. So going to be tough for the Sharks to get their bats going. Good way to get them uh, going. Be patient early on in the game. Try and uh, work the count and see if you can get something going with a few walks, a few small ball hits, and uh, who knows, maybe you scratch a run or two across. Here's HPU senior Brandon Leong leading things off, taking ball one outside. She comes into this one hitting 158 to start the season, three hits and 19 at-bats. Good way to, or good day to turn that batting average around for Brandy. The right-handed hitter. Waits for the Ramirez pitch. Here it is, and it's down low. Ball two. And just as I said, Leong doing an excellent job here in the first at-bat of the game for the Sharks. Being patient, not uh, extending outside the strike zone, uh, looking for her pitch and forcing a really good pitcher in Ramirez to come to her first. So the 2-0 pitch here. It's delivered and taken right down the middle, but high. So good job by Leon getting ahead in the count. 3-0. Coach Jarnett Lono gives her the take one signal. Trying to get a runner on base here. And for Western Washington, they come into this game leading the GNAC with a 1-4-2 ERA. And they're ranked 16th nationally in that category. So it's a great day to bust out the bats for HBU if they can as Leon takes a strike right down the middle. Shows bunt there on 3-0. And, and more so just a show to try and throw off the windup of Ramirez. Ramirez checking the dugout for a signal, then checking her wristband to see what that corresponds to. Now coming home, fouled away by Leong, so now the count is full after Brandy started things off, up 3-0. Yeah, but still a good at-bat here. We'll see at least six pitches during it, and uh, I know softball isn't the same as baseball in terms of the stress that pitching puts on the arm, but it is something that as the day goes on, 
can be effective. Here's the 3-2 pitch. It's fouled away again. A good job by Leong of working the count, waiting for her pitch. No major injuries to report so far for HPU, and we'll keep you posted if anything happens throughout the day. That sports injury report is brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. Nice breeze here blowing in from the ocean here at Sand Island Park. 3-2 pitch is swung on and missed, so good job by Ramirez battling all the way back for the strikeout. And that's one down for HPU in the bottom of the first. And that's something that you expect to see from Ramirez as well. Talked about her being the ace of the Vikings staff. She's someone who has mental fortitude is going to stick in there even if she starts an at-bat down 3-0, fight back, and just like that, strikes out the first batter she faces. And I mentioned the wind coming in because Ramirez has a heavy rise ball, so maybe that wind could be affecting her control, but there she goes bouncing back for the opening strikeout. That'll bring up Tita Saunders, the left fielder for HBU, who made two of the outs in the top of the first inning. She takes ball one outside. Saunders, a senior, leading the team, hitting 300. She also leads the team with two run scores and an RBI. Oh, this one fouled away. It looked to be a ball, but Saunders being very aggressive with her cut there. And I don't mind that either. I know I said to be patient and try and work the count but also when you're ahead in the count that's when you can look for your pitch and there clearly she liked that one nice crowd gathering here at sand island park lining the outside outfield fence as this one is way outside ball two saunders a left-handed hitter checking down the line to coach lono for her sign the viking infield kind of comes in halfway to rally around their pitcher knowing she's struggling a bit with the control Sun peering out. Again, knocking on wood that will keep this beautiful weather going for this Saturday doubleheader as this ball sails way outside. Three and one now. Tita Saunders ahead of the count. Real hitters count for arguably the best hitter so far this season in the lineup for the Sharks. Uh, this is a damage pitch if she gets it one. Ramirez winds and delivers. This one lined to second but gobbled up there by the second baseman not even moving that was Pitoy who throws over to first for a quick out number two and once again we see Ramirez fighting back gets the pitch exactly what she needs and kind of a half swing it didn't seem she got all the power Saunders did on that swing there as it kind of dribbled to second base for the second out and if you're hearing that popping sound that's catcher Emily Paulson smacking her glove before the pitch so don't worry we're, we're on pace with the pitches for you here comes the first pitch to the third batter, Haley Yoshida, the designated player. She's a freshman, hitting 286 to start the season. Yoshida joined us for uh, Sharks Weekly early, earlier on this year. Uh, really nice player, uh, someone that Coach Lobo was very excited about. This pitch actually hits Yoshida, but it hits the knob of the bat, so it'll count as a strike. You mentioned Sharks Weekly. You can catch that program. A deep dive into HP Athletics every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. or listen on demand at hawaiisportsradio.com. Put it on the tee for me there. I just kind of took a swing at it. We're a team. I set you up, alley-oop. So Yoshida waiting in there, takes this pitch just a bit outside. Good job reading fastball there. 
from our broadcast position here. It's a little distracting watching the waves crashing just a few hundred feet away over the fence. Ramirez trying not to be distracted as she focuses home with two out and swing and a miss by Yoshida. Evens the count at two and two. Good aggression there by Yoshida. I mentioned it before. When you're in those hitters counts, you do want to still be aggressive if you see a pitch you like. And clearly Yoshida liked that one, just couldn't put it into play. This is the first of six games in the islands for Western Washington in three days as this ball is fouled away. They'll play HPU today. Two games, starting with this one, and then Chaminade, followed by UH Hilo. Nice triple dip of Hawaii teams to start the season for Western Washington. I was going to say, running through the Hawaii gauntlet. So the 2-2 pitch from Ramirez is delivered and a whack to right field, but right to the right fielder who's standing there. That's going to be caught by Isabel Cargill. And 1-2-3 go the Sharks in the first. Still no score. We'll go to the second inning. This is HPU Sharks Softball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. This is HPU Sharks Softball, brought to you in part by Pioneer Electric on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, AM 760, 95.1 FM, and online at hawaiisportsradio.com. Back here live at Sand Island Park, Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht here with you. Top of the second inning, getting underway. Catcher Emily Paulson up for Western Washington. She takes ball one just outside off the hand of HPU pitcher Taylor Thompson. Thompson winds and delivers. This one taken on the outside corner. A good job of relocating there. And I mentioned the outside pitch in the pregame. I talked about how HPU was struggling with that pitch all season. They've tried to adjust, and now with this wind blowing in from center and right field, I think HPU is really going to try to pound that outside corner today. 1-1 one, one pitch is taken just a bit high. 2-1 the count now on Vikings catcher Emily Paulson. Coming into this one today, Thompson has pretty good control, a 21-9 strikeout-to-walk ratio coming into this game. Uh, she'd like to keep that going here today against a pretty good offensive squad as that one's taken inside for a ball. Yeah, almost hits the batter there, and her 0-5 record is a bit deceiving because, like you said, she's pitched very well. It's just that the HPU bats have been still in winter hibernation, so to say, so hopefully HPU can bounce out of that slump today. 0-7 to start the year. Sharks looking for their first win in their home opening doubleheader, and not a good start there as Paulson draws the opening walk to start the second frame. Yeah, Paulson, while she... Uh is on offense right now. She is the catcher for this Western Washington team, so a very good idea of what the zone is and coming off of an inning where she just learned what today's umpire's strike zone is going to be. Draws the walk right there to get the leadoff batter on for the Vikings. That'll bring up Brooke Fessenbeck, the power-hitting first baseman. She's a senior hitting 176 so far this year with a double, and she shows bunt. Pulls it back and takes a strike on the outside corner. And I saw this while she was preparing, taking some practice swings in the uh, batter's circle, the warm-up circle there. Uh, she was squaring a bunt and then pulling it back, trying to time up Thompson there. Uh, we see it again here, getting ready for the second pitch of the at-bat. Fessenbeck stands in there again. The fake bunt pulls it back and takes a strike on the inside corner. Quickly ahead is Thompson, 0-2 on the opposing 
first baseman. Exactly what you want to do once again. Now a few pitches where she can play around a bit and not have to directly attack the zone you mentioned before. Uh, this can uh, turn into a, a deep fly ball if you leave one out over the plate. Here's the 0-2 pitch, and it is just outside, almost a backdoor opportunity, but the runner there, Paulson, hustled back. Again, in softball, you don't take a lead until the pitch is delivered, so Paulson there took her secondary lead and got a little too far, but Sally or Kovacs couldn't get the ball out of her glove, so no throw down there. No out, top of the second, runner on first for Western Washington. This ball's laced to left and in there for a two-out single. A great job there by Fessenbeck of getting her pitch, taking it to left field, not swinging too hard, but making great contact for the single. Nice job by Fessenbeck. You said it with two strikes, not doing too much with her swing, just attacking and uh, going for contact. Lifts it right over the shortstop's head and finds grass into left field. And now all of a sudden the Vikings threatening with two on, nobody out. Still no score, top of the second inning, but Western Washington threatening. And we'll see if Amaya Davis, the sophomore third baseman, will be bunting here, trying to move the runners over. Thompson rocks and delivers. No bunt shown. This ball down low, though. Davis looking over to her head coach. That's Cheryl Gilmore down the third baseline. She's in her fifth year for the Vikings. Thompson checks her wristband, gets her pitch, and comes home with it. This one taken on the inside corner for a strike. Once again, a nice job by Thompson coming right back and attacking the batter after falling behind 1-0. Evens the count at 1-1. And a good batter to face here as Davis is actually leading the team with five strikeouts. See if Thompson can get a out here without letting the runners advance. Here's the pitch down in the dirt. Nice block there by Salier Kovacs, the wall behind home plate today for HPU. Especially important for Kovacs to be a wall right now. Two runners on uh, just one in scoring position but one passed ball and all of a sudden it's a much different situation for the Vikings. Outfield shaded slightly to left as this ball is way high and away. Now three and one the count. So Amaya Davis will have her pitch to hit here or potentially trying to loan the bases on a walk without any outs. Infield playing straight away. The wind still blowing in from right center field. Here's the 3-1 pitch. And swung on and missed. A good job. High away on the great location there by Taylor Thompson. And now we'll see if she can finish it off. She's done a good job of getting two strikes on the hitter so far, but hasn't finished off the batters yet. That's a good point, Kyle. Just hasn't been able to get a put-away pitch thus far in the second inning. Big spot here to get one. Here's the payoff pitch. Runner on first and second. It is fouled away. Will Hanahoe the 3-2 count? Right there, Thompson going directly at Davis. Uh, expect to see that again as she doesn't want to load up the bases, uh, especially with no outs. I wonder here if Thompson will go with a little off speed just because Davis seemed to be right on that, just kind of mishit it a bit. So full count again. Thompson rears and throws. It's down the middle, but 
playable on the pop-up to left field, and it's going to be caught there by Saunders. A good job there being in the right position for the out. And most importantly for HPU, no advancement of the runners. So first and second, they stay there, but one out here, top of the second inning. Yeah, short fly ball right there. You said it doesn't allow the runners to advance, and now double play ball gets the Sharks out of the inning, and a strikeout all of a sudden makes things uh, a lot more simple to get out of it. So first and second for the Vikings, a little less threatening, though still got to get two more outs if you're the Sharks. McKenna Crum, the left fielder, standing in there. She shows bunt and actually offers at it, but fouls this one away. So good job there by Taylor Thompson getting ahead in the count. Softball fields just a little bit smaller than baseball fields, so a lot of times even sacrifice bunts can feel like bunt attempts for hits got to field the ball cleanly and get it across quickly especially against the lefty batter yeah good call there with crumb the lefty pulls the bunt attempt back and wow just a bit outside one one the count now on that fastball i think taylor thompson was thinking the same thing i did was that must have missed just slightly off the outside corner mckenna crumb with the big arm brace protecting against the elbow from being hit showing bunt again now pulls it back here's the pitch taken for a strike one and two now good job there by thompson we'll see again if she after getting two strikes can retire this batter and put her team in a even more favorable spot with runners on first and second and one out so far yeah crumb didn't even look ready to swing at all on that pitch kind of had the take sign on all the way as she squares to bunt here with two strikes Here's the one-two pitch. It is swung on and fouled right back at our broadcast position. I think you could hear the, the tonk on the wooden press box that we're in today. I'm confident you would have caught that had it come back through. I'm confident it would have made contact with me. <laughs> if I would have caught it, that's another story. But Former HPU baseball player, come on now. Give yourself a little bit of credit. So we'll hold the one-two pitch. Here it comes, and it's fouled away again. Good job by Crum of staying alive. And Thompson with the fastball, a little overpowering for Crum to handle. She'll probably stick to that, maybe try to alter the location a bit. Yeah, once again, looking for that put-away pitch would be the first strikeout of the game for Thompson. Uh, comes potentially in a big spot as well. Still no score. Top of the second. This pitch just a bit outside, evening the count at 2-2. Two and two. <coughs> The Vikings from Western Washington with runners on first and second and one out. Sharks trying to get out of this defensive jam. Thompson wearing the football helmet-esque grill to protect her face. Winds up and delivers this one. Almost hits Crum, and that'll run the count full. So just as we are crediting Thompson for getting two quick strikes, now she's allowed the batter to creep back in with the full count. Yeah, but the credit to Crum as well is she's done a nice job fouling off pitches, making Thompson work, and, and you see Thompson being forced to try and nibble at the sides of the strike zone at each corner. Here's the payoff pitch. It is swung on and popped to right, and there's Brandy Leong, a nice job ranging out into short right field for that pop-up, and now after the first two batters reached, Two quick outs retired by HPU, and that'll bring up the ninth batter, Taylor Karami. 
both of those outs not allowing the runners to advance as well. So a really nice job by Thompson and the defense behind her after letting the first two batters on. So Karami, another left-handed hitter, steps in there. Infield corners playing a bit in, trying to guard anything down the line. Here's her first pitch. It's going to be lined to the center. It'll fall in. We'll see if Western Washington sends the runner. They don't. So a good move there because the throw in from center fielder Jewel Larson was right on line. But Western Washington does load the bases with two out, and it'll bring back their top hitter, Kinsey Williams, to hit with two outs. Yeah, back to the top of the lineup, but you mentioned it. Jewel Larson with a rope of a throw from center field directly to home plate. Dare I say a gem of a throw? <laughs> So Taylor Thompson trying to get out of trouble here. Top of the second, no score, but full bases. Here comes her first pitch, and it is just a bit outside as Kinsey Williams was doing her running up the first baseline approach to hitting, as many softball players do, especially leadoff hitters. The left-hander trying to get as much momentum going to first as she can. She grounded out to second base in the first inning. Here comes the pitch. It's going to be popped up behind us, even in the count at one and one. Yeah, you mentioned it before. Sl trying to slap hit it here, uh, kind of get that running start, uh, a karaoke style uh, wind up, and then swing gets a little extra power, a little extra momentum for the batter. Uh, thus far, hasn't been effective for Williams. So Taylor Thompson trying to work out of a jam. Bases loaded, two out. Here's the 1-1 pitch, and taken just a bit low. And part of me wonders as an umpire if Williams keeps using that slap hit approach, does it adjust the umpire's eyes at all, knowing that the batter is essentially moving the strike zone with every movement? So how do you tell if that's at the knees or not? It's a fair point and something that I certainly hadn't considered before. Uh, makes the umpire's job a little bit more difficult. Oh, this ball swung on and missed. A nice job with the off-speed pitch there. And the batter, Williams, with a big smile in her face, knowing that Thompson fooled her there. Now we'll see if she'll go back to that or if she dials up the fastball here on this 2-2 pitch. And that's one of my favorite things about softball, baseball, the pitching aspect of it against the hitter where you're trying to psych them out, whether it be with a fastball, you go with a changeup, and you just keep them off balance. And here's the pitch. It's grounded back to the pitcher. She passes on it. And it's actually going to be right to the second baseman, Leong. However, the speedy runner, Williams, makes it on the infield single. So not only does she make it safe, but she drives in the Vikings' first run of the game, putting Western Washington up one to nothing, two outs here at top of the second inning. Just no man's land where that ball went under the glove of Thompson and then too slow getting to second base. You mentioned it, the speedy Williams hustling down the first baseline to beat it out. Base is still loaded now with two outs. Yeah, it's one of those plays where I think Thompson has to be more aware that the runner is so quick she had to go for that ball, but we'll see if she can bounce back here. That pitch high and away to Isabel Cargill. One run in for Western Washington. Bases loaded and two out. So HPU still has an opportunity to stay in this game, but if they give up a hit to Cargill here, it might start to open the floodgates. 
Yeah, and that's something that you really can't let happen when you're facing off against Marina Ramirez. We mentioned it before, the ace of this pitching staff for the Vikings doesn't give up really any runs, gives up less than one earned run per game. Uh, so already down one nothing. the Sharks can't afford to give up much more. So Salier Kovacs went out there to talk to her pitcher, the good uh, veteran catcher. She's a senior. Good leadership there. So here's the pitch, and it's going to be popped to right. Will that get out of play? The wind pushing it and just into the batting cages out of play. That would have been big if the wind wasn't so strong today because I think the first baseman for HPU, Alexis Oshiro, would have caught that easily. Yeah, once again, we see the wind just bringing a ball further and further out of play. It, instead of being held up in the air sometimes, which you can see, especially in football games, this time ball's just sailing out of play. So standing in there is Cargill, the right fielder, showing bunt, trying to distract the pitcher, pulls it back. Oh, and she's going to be hit in the back. Not only does she reach, but with the bases loaded, that brings in Fessenbeck to score. Western Washington now up 2 to nothing here in the second inning. Both those original batters that got on now come around to score. The leadoff walk coming back to hurt HPU and then the single. So small ball being played by uh, the Vikings right now. No home runs, no doubles, no nothing like that. Just straight good softball being played. Now up 2 nothing here in the top of the second. And for Thompson, that's her fourth batter hit of the year. So dealing with some control issues. We'll see if she can dial it in. HPU trailing two to nothing. Two outs. Base is loaded. This ball popped up, but out of play again. That wind really strong today. Blowing in from center, sometimes right field. Kind of a departure from our normal trade winds here in Hawaii that blow on this field from left to right. Now blowing straight in from center. So Haley Rath, she singled her first time up, trying to drive a few more in with another hit. Here comes the Thompson pitch, and that one almost hits her inside. Thompson a bit rattled. We'll see if she can dial back in and get out of this inning. Yeah, you mentioned it a little bit rattled here. Uh, control can go all over the place for pitchers when your confidence is a bit shaky. I think that's why you saw before the catcher go out to just try and calm Thompson down. You might see it once again. So here's Thompson, one and one, and it's going to be right down the middle, a called strike on Haley Rath. So let's circle this as a pivotal point because if Thompson can get out of this, HPU still has a chance to claw back. But with the Vikings' stellar pitching, if they can add to this 2-0 lead, it might be a tall hill to climb for HPU. Thompson peers in. In the windup, comes home, and this one is popped to right. Leong has it. Calls for it and makes the catch. So a nice job there by HPU getting out of the inning. But they do allow two, and the Vikings lead this one two to nothing. We'll be back with the home half of the second. This is HPU Shark Softball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Do you own a business? Are you in charge of your building needs at your office or home? Then Google no more. Call Pioneer Electric, Inc., Hawaii's premier electrical wholesaler and distributor. Locally owned and operated for over 50 years. We serve homeowners and the electrical industry throughout the island. Located at 228 Mohonua Place. Call 841 841 
841-0107. That's 841-0107. Locally owned and operated and a proud sponsor of HPU Sports. Now back to Hawaii Pacific University. Shark Softball, presented by Hawaii Pacific Health. Creating a healthier Hawaii on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Sand Island Park. HPU trailing 2-0 against Western Washington in their home opener. Our first game of doubleheader action today. We'll have both games for you here on HSRN. After going 1-2-3 in the first, Tiari Hernandez, the third baseman for HPU. She's leading things off here. The right-handed hitter stepping in to face the stud pitcher Marina Ramirez for the Vikings. Ramirez gets the signal, checks her wristband. And comes home with it. Hernandez fouls it away. A good job. First swing, first strike swinging. A nice aggressive approach. We can see HPU trying to counter their offensive woes that have led to an 0-7 record to start the season. Yeah, just trying to get the bats going early. You can see Hernandez going aggressively here, second on the team thus far with five hits this season. So Ramirez... Leans back, comes home, and Hernandez pops it up right in our direction, our home plate broadcast position. A great view today here at Sand Island Park. Of course, free admission here. If you do want to come down, bring your portable radio or streaming device. You can check us out on radio and online. So ahead of the count is Ramirez. The 0-2 pitch is down low. Nice job. I don't, I don't like calling it a waste pitch, but more of a strategic ball, we'll call it. Trying to get Hernandez to swing. No dice there, though. Spot on once again, Kyle. Just a pitch out of the zone, one that stays up long enough where you hope the batter is fooled by it, but you're not hurt if they aren't. Here's the 1-2 pitch from Ramirez, taken high and away by Hernandez. A good job there, letting that pitch fly. After falling behind 0-2, she now works the count even at 2-2. Two Hernandez does lead the Sharks with on-base percentage, has a 391 on-base this season. Here comes the 2-2 pitch. It is lined to left and over the third baseman for a hit. A good job there by Hernandez of getting on, and that ball kind of hung in the air a while, and it floated just over the glove of Amaya Davis in there. Not only is it a hit, but it's an important leadoff hit for HBU here in the second inning, down 2 to nothing. And I want to touch on that point right there, a leadoff hit. We just saw in the top half of the inning how the Vikings used their two first batters to start some momentum. Here, HPU looking to do the same thing and answer back in the bottom of the second. That'll bring up Kanoi Tanigawa, the senior hitting 067. A great spot for her to improve on that average as she takes ball one up and away. Hernandez on first. HPU taking the signs from Coach Lono. She ends her sign sequence with a basically serving it up motion, saying, hey, go get it. Tanigawa, the shortstop, a great defender, now trying to improve the offense this season. Swings and misses. However, it gives some time for her runner there, Hernandez, to make the stolen base down the second, and that was the time she needed because the throw down by the opposing catcher, Emily Paulson, was right on, but she was altered a bit by the swing of Tanigawa. Yeah, throw was spot on, but the swing and the step over by Tanigawa gets in the way of the catcher's throw just a little bit, and like you said, that was all the time that Hernandez needed to get to second base. 
So this pitch is bunted, but right back to the pitcher for out number one. Fortunately, nobody was covering second. Otherwise, Hernandez would have been way out on the pickoff backdoor throw. So not a productive out there by Tanigawa. They would have loved to have gotten that runner over to third with one out. However, they still have Hernandez on second. The infield will play in, looking for right fielder Hoku Ching in her first at-bat today to maybe put something on the ground. Here's the first pitch from Ramirez. Ching takes it inside, almost hit her there, but she avoids the contact. Ching just one hit on the season thus far, but... That one hit, a double, which would be a big one here. They don't even need that here. The Sharks even would take a single up the middle as that could potentially score a run. Here's the pitch up and away, even in the count. Pardon me, moving the count to 2-0. and Sharks trailing 2 to nothing. bottom of the second. Ramirez tosses the rosin bag in disgust after that second straight ball. Ramirez shakes her coach off after getting the first signal, now likes the second one. She'll come home 2-0, and and this one is lined to center, but the wind knocks it down, so it's going to be caught by the center fielder, Karami, and the runner doesn't advance. I think if that would have been at Howard A. Okita Field, that probably would have been a double up against the fence, but here at Sand Island, the wind's reversed, and it's actually just a long pop-out. You're right. We've talked about it the entire broadcast thus far. The wind blowing in from center field right there holds that one up. And I, I agree. That one, at the very least, is probably going to the fence at other fields, if not over it. Uh, unlucky break there for the Sharks, now with two outs. So Jewel Larson, the center fielder, now stepping in. Swings and misses at strike one. Tiari Hernandez, single to start the inning. Moved over to second on a stolen base and has been there ever since. After Konoi Tanigawa bunt popped out to the pitcher. And then Hoku Ching just flied out to center. Larson trying to keep the offense going here. She pops this one out of play. So HPU only five runs so far in seven games. And actually, this is their eighth game. Seven completed games. Trying to get one across here at least if they can. Trailing by two here in the second frame. Two outs, runner on second. This pitch is fouled away again. A good job there by Larson of staying alive. However, she's down in the count behind two strikes. Larson, the sophomore, hitting 200. She struck out four times this year, trying to avoid number five. Here comes the pitch, and that one's fouled away. Good job staying alive by Larson. That rise ball really affecting the HPU hitters today, especially as the wind has died down a bit as Western Washington is on defense. Larson continuing to do a nice job fighting at the plate here, but you bring up a good point. That rise ball continues to give Sharks hitters problems. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Larson fouls it away just ahead of that off-speed pitch. Kind of lagged the bat just to get a piece of it, but she was way ahead of that changeup. That's all you need sometimes, just staying alive, staying alive. And Larson here trying to stay alive a little bit more and get a pitch that she can do some damage with. 
So will Hanahoe the 0-2 count. HP trailing two to nothing. Runner on second, trying to get at least one. And this pitch is high and away. And oh, there goes Hernandez. And she steals second. She caught the catcher napping there. And Hernandez, not the fastest runner, but I always tell the baseball kids I coach, it's not about speed, it's about timing. And Hernandez, almost a delayed steal there. She didn't even go right away, but she saw the catcher there, Paulson, take her time, took off her third, and got her second stolen base of this inning. Yeah, you said it. Paulson kind of gets caught in between, doesn't know when to throw, and by that point, Hernandez gets a good enough jump to get to third as that one's fouled off once again. That's Larson's fourth foul ball of this at bat, and Coach Shorty down the third baseline saying, all right, Jewel, you, you can make contact. Now let's switch it around. Let's send the ball into fair territory. Yeah, we used to say good on a round field, but got to straighten that out, right? So a big at-bat here for HPU. Larson batting two out, runner on third. Here comes the pitch. It is fouled away again, so a good job there by Larson. And Coach Shorty this time gives the big round of applause, saying good job of hanging in there. Just got, just got to keep fighting here if you're Larson. Uh, mentioned it a couple of times. You just need to put this ball in play, find your way to first base somehow, and hopefully that will get Hernandez home uh, as she just remains 60 feet away. And the catcher, Emily Paulson, going out there, taking a official timeout to talk to her pitcher, knowing that she's thrown a lot of pitches, especially in this at-bat, and also knowing that with the runner on third, the last thing you want is a wild pitch that basically would give HPU a free run. Yeah, making sure there are no miscommunications here. Still up one and two in the count, even on a waste pitch. You mentioned it. Good point. Don't want a wild pitch here because that could score Hernandez. Here's the pitch, and it is swung on and missed. A nice job there by Ramirez of bouncing all the way back and stranding a runner on third. HPU still trails 2 to nothing. We'll go to the third inning. This is Shark Softball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Calling all women. Hawaii's premier women's race will be back in person this year. Get healthier, support each other, and have fun at the Hawaii Pacific Health Women's 10K and 5K Fun Run on March 19th at Kapiolani Park. Women of all ages and fitness levels are invited to run, walk, or jog the course. Can't make it in person? There's also a virtual 10K. Sign up today or learn more at hphwomens10k.org. You're listening to HPU Softball, brought to you in part by Kapili Solar Roofing and Painting on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, AM 760, 95.1 FM, and hawaiisportsradio.com. Back to live action here at Sand Island Park, and quickly the first batter for Western Washington, that's Kanilehua Pitoy. She pops out to short to start things in the third. Good job there by Taylor Thompson of after allowing two runs last inning, quickly getting that first out. And we see just like the first inning here, a one pitch, one out, hopefully, for Thompson. Similar results to the first inning without giving up any more runs. So Thompson facing the opposing catcher, Emily Paulson, now drills a strike right down the middle. Paulson walked in her first at-bat. She came around and scored the game's first run. She actually started that at-bat down and then fought back. We mentioned how her eye uh, really helps her out in these at-bats. Popped up right over our heads. I was waiting for the crash there. Nothing going, though. It sailed over the press box here at Sand Island. 
plenty of room behind the fence if you did want to come out and check out these games just bring your lawn chair maybe some snacks and a beverage feel For free to bring one up to the press box if you'd like as well uh, i'm liking the way you think i was gonna say you got to bring some to your friendly broadcasters too that one just a bit outside so Emily Paulson, the opposing catcher, she walked her first time up and came around to score what was the first run for the Vikings. They lead 2 to nothing here in the top of the third over HPU. Sharks looking for their first win in 2023. And this pitch is grounded to third, but out of play will Hanaho the two-strike count to Paulson. Saw this in the first at-bat for Paulson. She's not one who's going to go down easily, and Thompson has struggled to find that put-away pitch thus far today. Would be a big spot here to pick up a second out. So here's Paulson, the right-handed batter, stepping in, waiting for the pitch. Thompson delivers, and it's at the feet of Paulson, down in the dirt for a ball. Once again, we see the catcher for Western Washington fighting back in the count. Got to continue to attack her here. You don't want the same thing that happened last inning, a leadoff walk to come around and bite you once again, score another run. HPU's defense playing straight away, both the infield and the outfield. This ball is popped up. It's going to be, again, out of play, though. That wind really whipping foul balls down the right side, taking what would be a relatively decent amount of fair foul territory here at Sand Island and making it seem like a small field. So two and two the count, one out here in the top of the third. Emily Paulson standing in there. Taylor Thompson rocks and delivers. This one is grounded off her foot. I'm surprised it wasn't called a foul ball right off the jump, but it is going to be picked up in foul territory. Will Hanaho the 2-2 count. We just saw this from Larson on the other side for the Sharks. Now Paulson having herself a really nice at-bat for the Vikings, uh, making Thompson work. Hopefully Thompson can end with a strikeout. Oh, and this ball is down low. I was going to say, like, Larson's at-bat did, ended with a strikeout, and that pitch was right down the middle, but below the knees, apparently, of Paulson. Just missed there, Thompson. Trying to just nibble at the corners a little bit too much. Once again, don't want to lose this batter to a walk. So here's the payoff pitch from Thompson. It's fouled off again. We'll do it all over. Three and two the count. Nice job there by the catcher. Keeping things alive. And these are the kind of at-bats that really... Uh, make your teammates love you, right? You're making the opposing pitcher work. You're allowing the other hitters on your team to see a bunch of different pitches and get that timing down when they're not up there, when they don't have the stakes. Uh, it's a really good at-bat here for Paulson with one down in the inning. So here's the Thompson pitch. It is right at the knees, called strike three, and just like Larson in the second inning, this long at-bat by Paulson ends in a strikeout. This time, though, favoring HPU as they now have two quick outs here in the third inning. And a really gutsy pitch there going to the off speed right down the middle, but completely fools the batter. And uh, Paulson goes down looking there, picking up a big second out for the Sharks here in the top of the third. That'll bring up Brooke Fessenbeck. She singled her first time up and came around to score the Vikings' second run of this game. Western Washington leading HPU 2 to nothing as Thompson delivers another strike. So she seemed to have 
shaken off the damage from the second frame and is now quickly ahead of this count 0-1. And that's exactly what you want. I thought the same thing, Kyle. Her confidence all of a sudden just looks far, far higher after that strikeout, pop out, or a pop out to start the inning here, two quick outs, and a really nice job battling here by Thompson. Her second pitch off the outside corner, so Fessenbeck evens the count at one apiece. Again, the wind picking up just a bit, blowing in from the south today. One and one the count, two outs, top of the third, nobody on. As this ball's in there, a nice job by Thompson painting the inside corner and is now one strike away from a one, two, three, third inning. How big would that be for the Sharks after such a long inning last time? Just talking about time-wise, that's how long the at-bats were for the Vikings to go down 1-2-3 in the next inning. It'd be a big momentum shift for the Sharks. And this ball's grounded to third. It's Hernandez over to first. Oh, but it's going to be dropped on the transfer. Let's see how that's going to be scored. I think it's going to be a miscatch error by the first baseman. And that is Alexis Oshiro. She didn't quite squeeze the ball, so it was a great throw by Hernandez, but that results in another runner for Western Washington. We'll see if that leads to any unearned insurance runs this inning. Yeah, an E3 there keeps the inning alive and frustrating there for uh, HPU because all of a sudden you think you're out of the inning. Instead, uh, the Vikings keep it alive. And Coach Jarnett Lono's going out to ask if maybe the runner interfered, and that's why the defender, Alexis Oshiro, dropped the ball. And now the umpires are going to get together. I think it's a great job by their head coach of, even if she doesn't think that's the call, at least go ask the umpires to talk about it and show not only the team that you have their backs, but also kind of let your pitcher know, hey, this isn't your fault. Now you've got to bounce back. Kind of gives you a free timeout. Agreed. Uh, it's a really smart, savvy veteran coaching move by Lobo, who just allows her team to kind of settle down once again, like you mentioned, after an error and shows she has the back of her players, shows that also she's going to try every single avenue needed to make sure that the Sharks aren't getting cheated out of outs that they deserve. So the call stands after the discussion, as we thought it would. Runner on first, two outs. Vikings up 2 to nothing here in the top of the third. Thompson delivers to Amaya Davis. She takes ball one low. A little bit of cloud cover moving in here. Hopefully it's just that. No more moisture. We've had enough of that over the past three days. Big storm moved through Hawaii. Amaya Davis, the right-handed hitter, takes this one just at the knees inside for ball two. Davis flew out to left field in her first at-bat uh, after uh, another decent at-bat. She's somebody who uh, hasn't really gotten it going yet, but somebody who can get it going for this team. So here's the Thompson pitch to Davis. It's popped up. This could get HP out of the inning. Oh, it drifts foul, and the first baseman, Alexis O'Shiro, falls down. So what could be essentially the fifth out of the inning. Pardon me, the fourth out if Oshiro had made the first play and now this one gives Western Washington another opportunity. Oshiro just 
loses our footing right there, and that's kind of now where we see that earlier in the day that rain affects us. Uh, even though a ton of work went into the field before first pitch today, uh, still sometimes you can only do so much when you've gotten hit by such a storm. And this ball is in play. Pop to center, but Brandy Leong, the second baseman, calls off the outfield, and she'll make the catch. So that retires the Vikings in the third. They had one runner reached by error, but no runs, more importantly. We'll go to the bottom half of the third, HPU trailing 2 to nothing. This is HPU Shark Softball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. To maintain a quality home or commercial building, it all starts at the top. Kapili Solar Roofing and Painting is a trusted, local family-owned business that offers a complete range of services, including roof repairs and replacements, solar panels, and painting. With almost 15 years of service, their team of specialists can be counted on to provide the highest quality solutions to fit your needs. Visit kapiliroof.com to schedule your free estimate. Kapili Roofing, building peace of mind, one roof at a time. This is HPU Shark Softball, brought to you in part by Pioneer Electric on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, AM 760, 95.1 FM, and online at hawaiisportsradio.com. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht here with you on this somewhat sunny Saturday afternoon. HPU with their home opener at doubleheader versus Western Washington. Sharks up the bat here in the bottom of the third inning. Savannah, Savannah Sally or Kovacs, the senior catcher for the Sharks, leading things off. She takes ball one low. So far, Western Washington pitcher Marina Ramirez living up to her 3-0 record. A sub .5 ERA, so definitely keeping up her cause there with no runs allowed so far. Sally or Kovacs, wow. Not only does she swing and a miss, but it actually hits her in the shoulder. So she was so fooled by that pitch that she actually swung and then took it right on the shoulder. Yeah, those don't feel good. And like you mentioned, to add insult to injury after taking the pitch to the upper chest shoulder area, she still has to bat. She doesn't get to take first base because she swung through it. A nice pitch by Ramirez to really fool Slayer Kovac. So Slayer Kovac will... Go check out the athletic trainer for help. Just take a look at it and hit her right on the shoulder. And hopefully she'll be okay to stay in this game. This sports injury report is brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. HPH takes the team approach to provide any expert care you need when and where you need it. Together, we are creating a healthier Hawaii. Something else to note here as well. They're checking out her right arm right shoulder uh the right-handed throwing catcher uh will need that going forward behind the dish if she wants to stick in this one and looks like she's gonna shake it off with a smile on her face and step back into the batter's box yeah something about those catchers they're they're pretty tough so every catcher i've ever met is probably the toughest person in whatever town they're from it is incredibly impressive so the catcher, Salier Kovacs, back in there, showing bunt now, pulls it back, takes a ball outside. Coach Lono down the line telling her, look for that outside pitch because that's what opposing teams like to throw HPU. And so far, it's been a good strategy as the Sharks have yet to win a game here in their eighth contest of the season. A long seven-game California road trip to start the year. 
Here's the pitch, and it's just inside. Almost hits Salir Kovacs in the foot, but not quite. And there's the toughness we were just talking about. Uh, Sailor Kovacs just doesn't move. She just got drilled uh, after swinging, was in a lot of pain. That one comes inside, and she said, go ahead, hit me. So Savannah, they call her Sav. A savvy hitter, but takes this one in the outside corner for strike two. The catcher steps back in there, the right-handed hitter. Facing the tough Marina Ramirez. Salier Kovacs calls for time as the wind picks up a big gust there. Again, I talked about the savvy play of the catcher. She knows exactly where to not only help herself, but maybe try to throw off the op opposing pitcher as this ball is grounded to second. Easy play there as the underhand toss by second baseman Kanilehua Pitoy is completed and quickly one out here in the third inning for HBU. A good at-bat there by the catcher, just unable to get any uh, room to the outfield grass uh, here in the infield. So far, the Vikings infielders doing a really nice job covering all the dirt. That'll bring up freshman first baseman Alexis Oshiro. She had the error in the top of the third inning. Good thing for HBU it didn't come back to hurt the team. Sharks trailing two to nothing here. One out in the third frame, and Oshiro takes a strike in the outside corner. 0-1 the count. Oshiro, five hits in seven games thus far. Uh, does have four strikeouts, but somebody who can put the ball in play a lot and find those gaps that I was just talking about in the infield dirt. So Oshiro fakes the bunt, pulls it back, and takes the ball outside. The nine-hitter trying to act as the second leadoff batter for HPU here, trying to get on any way she can. And the defense for Western Washington, knowing that, brings their corners in to guard against the bunt. 1-1 one, one count is fouled away, so good job there by the pitcher Marina Ramirez of getting ahead. It feels like we've been saying that a lot for both of these pitchers, but especially Ramirez after uh, a shaky first couple of batters in this one, she really has settled down and her accuracy has been what's most impressive. Her pitch is going exactly where she wants. And you hear the plane flying above as ball two is outside. We're actually just a couple of miles away from Honolulu International Airport. So a lot of boat traffic right out in front of us in the ocean. And then you have the helicopters and planes flying over. So a lot of action here at Sand Island. Hopefully HPU's offense can pick up some similar action as this ball is fouled away. And the count remains at two and two. Oshiro, the left-handed hitting freshman first baseman after the pause in the action we're back live as Oshiro steps in again showing bunt trying to draw the eye of Ramirez the pitcher winds and delivers this one fouled away again 
I think Oshiro here just trying to take as many pitches as she can, be that second leadoff hitter in the nine hole, and try to get on base for Brandy Leong coming up next. Yeah, just as I discussed in the top half of the inning, now here in the bottom half of the inning, those long at-bats allow those other teammates to see a bunch of pitches, get the timing down on Ramirez, not just her fastball, her rise ball, but also her off-speed stuff. And here we go, grounded to second again. There's Pitoy making almost an identical play that she did on Salier Kovacs over to first and quickly two down here for HPU in the third inning and we'll go back to the leadoff spot for Brandy Leong. Yeah, I just mentioned the off speed that Ramirez has been able to use thus far and twice now in this one, just speeding up the bats of the Sharks only to throw that slowed down pitch and then get them out in front pull it up right over to the second baseman 4-3 goes to play twice in a row to start this one so here's leong taking a strike on the outside corner let's pause 10 seconds for a station identification you're listening to hbu shark softball on the hawaii sports radio network kgu am k236 cr honolulu is the hawaii sports radio network on 95.1 fm and am 760 Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht here with you as Brandy Leong swings and misses here in the third inning. Sharks trailing Western Washington 2 to nothing. No out here for the Sharks. Brandy trying to get something going for the HPU offense. Only one hit so far. That came by Tiari Hernandez in the second inning. As Leong stands in there and takes the ball outside. This inning brought to you by Kapili Solar Roofing and Painting, Hawaii's best roofers, building peace of mind one roof at a time. HPU trying to build something here in the third frame. No runs yet. As Ramirez looks in and delivers. This one fouled away by Leong, and down in the count she is behind with two strikes. Yeah, Ramirez continues to work ahead in the count, and that's a big part of her success both this season and here today as she's gotten ahead of batters, put them in uncomfortable spots, and then that allows her to go to her full arsenal of pitches. So here's the two-strike pitch. It is taken outside. A good job there by Leong, the senior second baseman. So deuces wild. Two balls, two strikes, two outs here in the bottom of the third. HPU trailing by two. Here comes the pitch. It is popped to right. Will it fall in? No, there's Pitoy again, and she accounted for all three outs that inning, catching the pop-out and retiring HPU, one, two, three. We'll go to the fourth inning, HPU trailing by two. This is Shark Softball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Now back to Hawaii Pacific University. Shark Softball, presented by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Sand Island. HPU trailing by two, heading to the fourth inning. Western Washington getting their two runs in the second inning, but nothing since. That's been the extent of the offense here today as McKenna Crum comes up to bat for her second time. She popped out to second base in the second inning. Nice job today by Taylor Thompson so far. Other than... A couple of errant pitches, a hit batter, and a walk given up in the second inning. She's been on point today. Yeah, just one inning thus far of uh, trouble for the Sharks and Thompson, and 
It's because Thompson has also done a really nice job working ahead of batters, and uh, just as I say that, she's down here 1-0 in this count. Thompson leans in, delivers the 1-0 pitch. It's fouled away. Oh, and Sally Kovacs takes another ball. She's been a magnet not only at the plate but behind the dish today, and a nice move by the umpire there, taking his time to dust off a perfectly clean plate. Nice relationship there behind the dish between the umpire and the senior catcher for HPU. Yeah, right there. It's the uh, umpire taking care of you because you try and take care of them. Right there, another painful pitch for the catcher. This ball taken high and away. Good job there by Crum of letting that rise ball go. HPU's defense playing straight away. Outfield shifted slightly to the left for the left-handed hitting Crum, who shows bunt here. Now pulls it back. And she'll take this one just outside, three and one now. And the last thing you want to do for your HPU is let the eight hitter get on to lead off the fourth inning. Right, especially a leadoff walk once again, that second inning. Uh, we just talked about how it's the only bad one thus far for the Sharks. That one started off with a leadoff walk, so look to avoid that here. Oh, and Crum does draw the leadoff walk. She took that pitch outside. And we'll see if Thompson can bounce back, knowing that the strong part of the order is right around the corner for Western Washington. That'll bring up the ninth hitter, the center fielder, Taylor Karami. Crum on first base, no out here in the top of the fourth. Sharks trailing two to nothing. Western Washington starting their Hawaii road trip. Good start so far for them with two runs, and this ball is taken outside for a strike. A fake bunt there by Karami. Something I really do like seeing, especially in softball, bunt coverages. Everybody in the infield is moving around. Everybody's got a job. Uh, doesn't matter who you are. I know it's that way in baseball too, but just so much more prominent movement here on the softball field. Corners playing in, trying to guard against that bunt. The pitch is swung on and missed right back in our direction. That evens the count at one and one. Almost caught our crowd mic here uh, as we have it dangling from the press box. So uh, ho hopefully you guys are enjoying the thuds just as much as we are, uh, though it is getting a little bit dangerous for the handheld mic out there. There's a 1-1 pitch fouled right above our broadcast position. So somebody put the ball magnet up here with us. Luckily, we're protected at our broadcast position. Good news for Taylor Thompson is she's now ahead of Taylor Karami. 1-2 and two in the count. Battle of the Taylors as Thompson tries to put her away right here. A uh, couple of pitches, once again, attacking that outside corner. Trying to get a tailor-made double play. Not happening here as another foul ball back in our direction. The field drying out nicely after a big downpour this morning. There's still some mud patches midway through the infield, but a good job by the HPU staff of working on this. The coaching staff doing some field maintenance hours before the game today. Here's the 1-2 pitch way outside, basically a pitch out as Karami sees it and doesn't swing. Two and two now the count. 
Looked like a curveball there, getting some running action away from the batter and uh, just kind of, like you said, got too far outside, looked more like a pitch out than something attacking that outside corner. So a big 2-2 pitch coming here from Taylor Thompson. It's going to be fouled away again, so there goes Karami. Her third foul ball of this at bat, fourth foul ball actually, all back our direction. So she's right on it, just a little bit behind on her timing. Now I wonder here if you're Thompson, you've consistently gone uh, with some more velocity, velocity or something movement. Do you go to the off speed here and just try and change their bat speed? And this ball is lying down the left field line. Fortunately for HPU, it does sail foul. So a good job there by Karami. Just a slap swing to the left side. That's something that this Western Washington team does exceptionally well is once there's two strikes on them, they do a nice job battling, just getting any type of contact on a pitch is spoiling put-away pitches by an opposing pitcher. And Thompson today we've seen has struggled to get that put-away pitch just one strikeout through three-plus innings. So here comes the 1-2 pitch from Taylor Thompson to Taylor Karami. Ball's in the dirt. Nice job there by Salier Kovacs of grabbing it. HP trying to get the first out here in the fourth inning. McKenna Crum led things off with a walk. HPU down 2 to nothing to visiting Western Washington to start the home campaign here in 2023. First game of doubleheader action here on HSRN. Thompson rocks, winds and delivers. This ball's fouled back again in our direction. Good job there by Karami of staying on it, wasting another pitch. Karami had a single in her first at-bat of the day, looking to repeat that here for the Vikings as she continues to fight in this at-bat. Here's the 2-2 pitch. It is swung on and driven to the left side, but the wind knocks it down. It's going to be caught on the run by Kanoi Tanigawa, the shortstop for HPU. And there's that much-needed first out here in the fourth inning for the Sharks' defense. Yeah, and Thompson ends up winning the battle between Taylors there as Karami really made her work for it. But in the end, Thompson picks up, like you said, the big first out of the inning here uh, and a chance to get out of it with a double play ball here as the uh, top of the order comes back up. It'll be Kimsey Williams, the designated player. She had an RBI single in the second inning. And the runner goes, and down to second is a successful stolen base by McKenna Crum. Crum got an excellent jump right there before uh, it seemed that HBU even realized she was going. She was about two-thirds of the way there by the time the throw was made, already diving headfirst into the bag. So now with the runner in scoring position and just one out, we'll see what Williams can do here. She's leading the team with a plus 420 average so far this year. She slaps it to the pitcher. Thompson doesn't even check the runner, though. So while she does a good job of getting the out, maybe a token look over to keep the runner there would have been more beneficial. However, she does get out number two with the runner crumb moving to third base. Yeah, could have definitely checked the runner back, though. At the same time, 
you want to secure the out, especially with one already in your pocket. Grab that big second out, and now you can just focus on the batter, attack the batter, and you don't really have to worry about that runner at all because one more out, you're out of the inning with no damage. Here comes Isabel Cargill up to the plate. The right fielder was hit by a pitch and earned an RBI that way as she's almost hit on her first pitch here up and inside. Painful way to earn an RBI in your first at-bat in Hawaii, but it's exactly what she did here and exactly what the Vikings have needed as they uh, lead the Sharks 2 to nothing. Here's the 1-0 pitch. It's going to be rocked to right field, and that one is up, up, and off the fence and right. A nice job by Cargill with a stand-up double, and with two out, that gets Western Washington's third run in, and thankfully for HPU, it, because of the win, that kept it in the ballpark. Otherwise, that would have been long gone to right center field. That ball was absolutely crushed on a line to uh, right center field, like you said, and I thought it was going out off the bat. Luckily for the Sharks, stays in. And this time, Cargill picks up an RBI uh, just a little bit less painful way, though. I would say it's probably more painful this time for the Sharks. So with two out, HPU now trailing 3 to nothing here in the fourth inning. Western Washington showing why they're one of the best teams in the GNAC conference. Cargill makes it halfway to third, but decides not to attempt a stolen base as... Haley Roth now the shortstop taking ball one way outside for her first pitch of this at bat. This is something I want to point out though once again the leadoff walk coming around to score that's twice now in the two innings that the Vikings have scored. So another ball low and inside Taylor Thompson unraveling a bit here in the pitcher's circle. Haley Roth now at up ahead in the count 2-0 can look for her pitch. Thompson taking her time now, rubbing the rosin bag a bit, trying to get a better grip on that softball. Yeah, just a second to refocus, recenter herself here down in the count. Thompson checking her wristband for the pitch call. Now comes home, and this one is swung on and fouled away, so Rath might have been better off letting that one go for a potential ball three, but trying to be aggressive and get that runner in from second. Rath, just a freshman, hitting 269 on the season, has seven hits in 26 at-bats. Uh, she's been really good for the team thus far, and like you mentioned there, just a little bit of aggression instead of allowing the pitcher to come to her. She's trying to go to the pitcher. As this ball's grounded too short, it's going to be picked up and thrown across the diamond. A good job there by Kanoi Tanegawa of gathering out number three for the Sharks. However, the Vikings do strike again, getting their third run of the game, and they lead this one three to nothing. We'll be back with the fourth inning for HPU. This is Sharks Softball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. You're listening to HPU Softball, brought to you in part by Kapili Solar Roofing and Painting on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, AM 760, 95.1 FM, and hawaiisportsradio.com. Back here at Sand Island Park, HPU trailing 3-0. They're going to have to get going soon if they're going to come back against Western Washington here in their home opener. As Tita Saunders leading things off for the Sharks here, taking ball one outside. And a big mahalo goes out to the Marino softball program, including their head coach, 
John Uekawa for letting HPU use Sand Island Park today as their secondary field. Also a big mahalo to the Hawaii Softball Foundation as ball two's in there to Tita Saunders. We mentioned in the pregame that the field was in a big torrential downpour this morning. However, a great job by HPU and some helpers from Marinol getting it playable. That's why we're coming to you a bit later than expected today. This first pitch happened at 12.55 p.m. local time. And we're now in the fourth inning as Saunders fouls this one back in our direction. And also a big mahalo to Battery Bill, Hawaii's trusted source for portable power. Because of their partnership with us, we were able to bring you this game. The field here doesn't have power, so we're able to be on air, thanks in large part to Battery Bill. Here's the 2-1 pitch as it's outside, 3-1 and out of Saunders. We're using the Battery Bill EcoFlow Pro for our power today. Visit one of their three locations, Battery Bill that is, Mapunapuna, Nimitz, and Hilo. Takes uh, a lot of people to put on a broadcast, to put on a game, and you know, an entire community went into it here today. Thankful for everybody as this one's grounded to first. Yeah, nice play there by the first baseman, the backhanded scoop by Fessenbeck, and she trots over to first for out number one. Saunders was right on that, but Western Washington is dialed in today, and that's why they're ahead 3-0 here in the fourth inning. Yeah, infield defense has been exceptional for the Vikings thus far into the bottom of the fourth inning, not really letting anything through on the dirt, so got to get it through in the air. That's the way the only hit of the afternoon has come for the Sharks. That'll bring up Haley Yoshida, the designated player. She flew out to right field her first time up. Uh, that's kind of why this Vikings team is so good, too. You talk about the combinations of things. You have an elite pitcher in Ramirez as that one goes outside for a ball. You have the elite pitcher in Ramirez to go along with elite defense along the infield. Makes it really hard to score runs. And this year, the Vikings haven't exactly been this really good offensive team. It's been their defense, their pitching that's carried them thus far to this 4-3 and three record. As this pitch is popped up, again it goes to the first baseman, Fessenbeck, as she catches it just in a fa fair territory, pardon me, for out number two. And you mentioned the strong defensive and pitching of Western Washington. Marina Ramirez coming into this game with a sub .6 ERA, and then as a team, Western Washington is tops in the GNAC and number 16 nationally with a very strong ERA, 1.42 coming into this one. So if things stay the way they are, that number will be lowered even further. Two quick outs gathered here by Western Washington as Tiare Hernandez comes up. Hernandez with the lone hit of the game for the Sharks. She also stole two bases in the second inning, but was stranded on third base. That's why... The Sharks are still scoreless. Three to nothing the count. Western Washington up here, bottom of the fourth inning. As this ball is grounded to the right side to second base again. Pitoy with the underhanded scoop. A one, two, three inning. Down go the Sharks in the fourth. We'll be back with the fifth inning. This is Shark Softball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. This is HPU Shark Softball, brought to you in part by Pioneer Electric on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, AM 760, 95.1 FM, and online at hawaiisportsradio.com. 
Roosevelt product Kanilehua Pitoy leading things off in the fifth inning for Western Washington. She takes a strike by Taylor Thompson. Vikings leading the Sharks 3 to nothing here in game one of our doubleheader. Thompson working quickly here in the fifth frame. Ball one down low, even in the count at one apiece. Patoy, the second baseman, been pretty busy in the field today. A bunch of putouts out there, but 0 for 2 thus far at the plate uh, with a fly out to both left field and a pop out to the shortstop. Here comes the 1-1 pitch to Pitoy, and it's flied to center. And the second baseman, Leong, ranges out, but she's going to drop it after taking a glance at the center fielder, and that's going to be ruled in error. And Leong owns up to it, tapping her chest, saying, yeah, that's my bad. And again, the wind playing interesting magic, I'll say, with the ball today, as that's another fly ball affected by the strong wind coming in from center field. And another batter reaches on error for Western Washington. We'll see if Petoy can take advantage. Yeah, Sharks just can't, aff or can't afford to give free bases like that. And uh, unfortunate to give that one up. As you mentioned it, the wind playing some tricks on the ball. And no tricks here as Paulson ropes this one to center. It's going to drop and roll all the way to the fence. She's going to be in there with the double. And the runner comes all the way around the score from first. So on one pitch after the error, it results in a run scoring double. And, of course, that error comes back to bite HPU. That's now a free pass, a hit batter, and a runner reaching on error that have all come around to score for the pardon me, the Vikings, and have led to a 4 nothing deficit for the Sharks. Uh, you're spot on once again, Kyle. It's the self-inflicted errors for HPU so far today that have really given Western Washington the opportunity to score all four of their runs. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, when you have Ramirez pitching for you like the Vikings do today as that one's fouled off, you don't need four runs really to win a game. You really just need one or two. So they're giving some prime insurance runs to their ace here in Brooke, the fifth inning. Brooke Fessenbeck now up for the Vikings. She fouls the first pitch off. She singled and scored in the second and reached on a error by the first baseman, Alexis Oshiro, in the third inning. She swings and misses here. As Fessenbeck really wanted that one, she has a big smile on her face after the swing and miss. Windy and a little rainy here on this Saturday, but as we see a big squall out past the right field fence, luckily no downpours here in the First game at least, knocking on wood here in our press box as this one is fouled away. Once again, we see Western Washington doing a nice job fighting off pitches on that outside part of the plate, fouling them off until they can get something that benefits them in and at bat. So Fessenbeck back in there with the runner on second. That's Paulson who doubled in Pitoy to start this inning. Vikings up 4 to nothing over the Sharks. This one's grounded to shortstop. Nice play there by Tanigawa going over to first to get the out and more importantly, keeping the runner from advancing. That's a good point. Nice job checking the runner back to second base, making sure she doesn't advance, especially with no outs in the inning. Now just one out in the inning. Uh, can't score on a sack fly, 
allows your pitcher to kind of relax just a little bit, not feel all the pressure in the world to have to pitch perfectly here for the next couple of batters. Here's Amaya Davis, the third baseman, stepping in there. And she takes a strike on the outside corner. Paulson getting a healthy lead out there on second base, the catcher for Western Washington. She's already scored a run, the first run for the Vikings, looking to make it number two for her. Here's Thompson from the windup now. Ooh, fouled away a little squibber there. The ball's still spinning right off the end cap of the bat. Little cue ball shot right there, almost like uh, you see in pool. So ahead of the count is Taylor Thompson with one out here in the fifth inning. Sharks down by four. Amaya Davis down in the count, 0-2. Here's the pitch, and taken high and away for ball one. But I still like that pitch if you're Thompson. Change the eye level of the batter. You make the batter all of a sudden look up high, and now you can attack down low once again. That's where Thompson's found a lot of her success today. So Davis stands in here 0-2. And this pitch is roped to left field, but the wind knocks it down. Another fortunate weather-induced fly ball there. That's going to be caught by Tita Saunders. And Davis really got a hold of that one. However, right to the right spot, HPU catches it and now has two outs with a runner on second here in the fifth inning. Yeah, unlucky there for Davis as... Uh, she flies out for the second time today to the left fielder, Saunders. Uh, and you mentioned it. Once again, we see this wind just knocking down balls. And we're going to have a pinch hitter here. So with two outs and a runner on second, it'll be Lexi Barkham, the sophomore utility player, getting her first cuts of the Hawaii road trip for the Vikings. And this is a big spot because if the Vikings can pick up another insurance run here, it'll make it even more difficult for the Sharks to swim back. They're already down four. As Parkham takes this one high and outside. Although Crum was replaced, uh, Barkham continuing her strategy, showing off the slap-hitting type style where she gets that kind of a running start at the pitch. Thompson facing the pinch hitter, Barkham here. Two outs, top of the fifth, one run in. Vikings looking to add to that lead. Four to nothing, the current count. Two runs picked up in the second, one run in the fourth, and here, one in the fifth after Pitoy reached on an error, and Paulson drove her in with a RBI double to center. Barkham waits for the pitch. Here it is, and it's swung on and missed. A good job by Thompson with the rise ball, getting strike number two. And here, if you're Thompson, continue to be aggressive. Go at the hitter, especially one coming cold off the bench, and try and get out of this inning with just one run of damage and give your Sharks offense a chance to get back into this one. So another important point of this ball game, the one-two pitch is grounded back to the pitcher, and it's bobbled a bit by Taylor Thompson. However, she gathers and tosses over to first to end the threat. But the Vikings do pick up one more and lead four to nothing as we go to the home half of the fifth. This is HBU Sharks softball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Do you own a business? Are you in charge of your building needs at your office or home? Then Google no more. 
called Pioneer Electric Inc., Hawaii's premier electrical wholesaler and distributor. Locally owned and operated for over 50 years. We serve homeowners and the electrical industry throughout the island. Located at 228 Mohonua Place, call 841 0107. That's 841 0107. Locally owned and operated and a proud sponsor of HPU Sports. Welcome back to Sand Island Park. HPU trailing four to nothing here in the home half of the fifth. And while they've given up four runs, the good news for HPU is they have stranded seven Vikings runners. So it could be a lot worse had it not been for the somewhat stellar HPU defense, even though they have allowed two errors today. Kanoi Tanegawa leading things off in the home half of the fifth. She takes a quick strike from opposing pitcher Marina Ramirez, tossing a shutout so far here today. Something to keep an eye on as this one goes on. Western Washington this season, they struggled in the first inning, but then the middle innings of their games is where they give up the most runs, two, one, and four runs in the fourth, fifth, and sixth innings respectively. So look for the Sharks to potentially get on the board here as uh, this one continues. A big swing and a miss there by Kanoi Tanigawa. We'll see if she can bounce back here. She lined out to the pitcher on a bunt attempt in the second inning. And she takes a ball just off the outside corner. This game brought to you in part by Hawaii Pacific Health. They take the team approach to providing the expert care you need when and where you need it. Together, we're creating a healthier Hawaii. We Proud HP Athletic supporter. We've talked about the defense of this Western Washington team. and A healthy cut there by Tanigawa, but it's going to be caught by the shortstop Haley Rath. And just like in the visiting half of the fifth, that ball knocked down by the wind. So it might have been a hit at Howard A. Okita Field here at Sand Island with the wind coming in from the south. No luck for Tanigawa. No luck at all. And I, I was just talking about the defense for this Western Washington team. And I mentioned earlier in the broadcast how the infield does a really nice job forcing you to put the ball into the air to find outfield grass. And right there, once again, we see the shortstop Roth, or Rath getting up to get that one. Uh, so even when they go into the air, the Sharks haven't been able to find much success today. Just one hit through five innings. And as Hoku Ching fouls away the first pitch she sees in this at bat, that's now 10 straight HPU batters retired by Marina Ramirez. And you have to go back to the second inning when Tiari Hernandez singled to find the last time an HPU player reached. So... A definite hot streak by the one of the top pitchers in the GNAC for sure, maybe even Division two at this point, coming into this game with a 3-0 record and a sub .6 ERA. Having herself a fantastic season, a fantastic start to this one today and looking to continue it. Here's the 0-1 pitch to Ching right on the outside corner, and Ramirez is absolutely dialed in, painting that outside corner. And that's the scouting report on the Sharks so far is the outside pitch is the toughest one to handle so far. And that's proving to be the case yet again for HPU. Ramirez rocks and delivers the 0-2 pitch high and away on the rise ball. Pretty decent crowd gathering here at Sand Island. Bunch of pop tents and lawn chairs, beach chairs even, beyond the fence. Vikings defense playing Ching to pull. 
Here's the 0-2 pitch. It's fouled away. Nice job by Ching here, continuing to fight. Ramirez, we've talked about it, doesn't walk a lot of batters. Uh, we talked about how this Vikings defense doesn't make a lot of errors. That's how the Sharks gave up a lot of their runs thus far. So uh, you feel good if you're Taylor Thompson uh, on defense, but you need to see something from your offense here, even if it's just stringing together a couple of hits for momentum. Ooh, and this ball just a bit outside. A good job by Ching of holding up. She wanted to swing, but the off-speed pitch was just a bit too slow for her liking, and she held up. And Ramirez points to Ching afterwards with a smile after both of them kind of recognizing how hard it was to lay off that pitch. So here comes Ramirez, and a fastball right by Ching. Ramirez says, let's go to her catcher with a nice job of changing the call back there and quickly two outs, and that's now 11 HPU batters in a row retired. And I've talked about it before today. It's the pitching against the hitter. You know, you go against it. It's this chess matchup, and right there we see it. Instead of uh, high to low, that time we see slow to fast going from off speed to the fastball to strike out Ching. So Jewel Larson steps in. She struck out her first time. That was back in the second inning. Here comes the Ramirez pitch. Fouled away right down the middle. So right now Ramirez with a four-run lead here in the fifth inning going right at the HPU hitters, not messing around. And so far that strategy's worked. And HPU struggling on offense. We mentioned earlier even the 2 nothing lead seemed a bit tough to come back from. Now HPU's down by four. Yeah, just looking for any type of momentum right now if you're the Sharks, just trying to get some sort of action going against Ramirez. Larson takes this one high and away. Coach Shorty Jarnett Lono over there telling her, keep an eye on the zone, eye on the ball, knowing that she's ahead in the count. Larson digging in with her right foot, well in front of that left-handed batter's box. Here comes the pitch, and Larson takes it low and away. There's that off-speed pitch. And if the trend continues, we'll look for Ramirez to come back with a fastball here. Wouldn't surprise me at all, especially a fastball on the inside corner to not only change speeds, but change where the hitter has to get their hands to. Here's the pitch to Larson. It's going to be fouled away. Good job with that fastball by Ramirez. A masterpiece so far, painting both corners all throughout the day here at Sand Island Park. Her control certainly has been on display, very impressive. Uh, something that the Vikings needed coming into today as they open up a uh, six games in three days trip here to Hawaii. So here's Ramirez rearing back and delivering. It's going to be popped up and a relatively easy play made in foul territory. It's going to be caught by Fessenbeck, and that retires HPU 1-2-3 for the third straight inning. We'll go to the sixth inning, HPU trailing 4 to nothing. This is Shark Softball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. You're listening to HPU Softball, brought to you in part by Kapili Solar Roofing and Painting on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, AM 760, 95.1 FM, and hawaiisportsradio.com. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht here with you live. It's HPU Softball facing off against Western Washington in the home opener for the Sharks. HPU trailing this one 4 nothing. Top of the sixth inning, Taylor Karani leading things off. She takes a pitch out way outside on the fake bunt for ball one. 
Crommie's had herself a couple of really nice at-bats today, a single back in the second inning, and then a very long at-bat back in the fourth. A big pop-up here, a nice job by Tiari Hernandez, almost fumbling it on the pop-up, but you hear the me, me, me call, very confident, taking charge there, and a quick out number one here for Taylor Thompson in the sixth inning. And you chuckle a little bit at the communication, but it really is so, so key because both of the defenders for HPU, they look at each other, the shortstop, the third baseman, and if they don't communicate right there instead, that's a ball that drops in, and we've seen today that Western Washington, uh, they capitalize on opposing teams' errors. Here's Kinsey Williams, the leadoff hitter, hitting over 400 to start the season. She takes strike one in there from Taylor Thompson. Williams with an RBI single in the second inning, continuing her excellent hitting performance in 2023. Taylor rocks and delivers the off-speed pitch taken just a bit inside by Williams. The catcher is Sally or Kovacs doing a bit of... Uh, Dirt maintenance out in front of the plate, trying to get rid of the divot caused by the front foot of Williams. And here's the pitch, and it's going to be fouled away right back in our direction again off the press box here at Sand Island Park. We'll see if Taylor Thompson can continue to hold down the Vikings who have four runs and even though on paper it doesn't seem like a lot in this game it seems like 40 yeah. as this ball's outside. Almost feels like an insurmountable lead the way that uh, Marina Ramirez has been pitching thus far just shutting down the HPU bats. We mentioned it before she sat down uh, what is it? 9? 12 straight HPU batters? Here's the pitch to Williams, grounded to first, in play, picked up nicely by Alexis Oshiro. She does a modified moonwalk back to first for out number two. And what a job by Thompson. If she can get the next batter Cargill out here, that'll be a 1-2-3 inning for the first time today. And that's exactly what HPU could really use right now. It'd be a shot in the arm getting that type of defensive performance and that type of pitching performance here in the top of the sixth as they still are looking to get their bats going. So with two out in the sixth, HPU trailing by four. A nice strike down the middle by Thompson, taken by Cargill. She had a run scoring double in the fourth inning. Cargill, the right fielder, batting left-handed. Here's the pitch, and taken outside for ball one. Cargill was hit by a pitch back in the second inning. Uh, now it was the one that brought in the first run of the game, and that one, uh, we mentioned it before, She it was painful for her, right? Well, her second RBI of the day, that drilled double to center field. Nobody on base this time. She takes that ball high and inside, two and one the count. Cargill stepping way out, taking her time, asking for a confirmation of the count. It is indeed two and one, two outs here in the top of the sixth inning. 
And here's the pitch. Swung on and missed, and Cargill was all over that one just a bit. Maybe a mini-second too late. Just a little too late and just a hair under as it skims over the top of the bat and hits off the backstop here. Thompson continues to be aggressive, though, going after Cargill, who has actually gotten the better of the HPU pitcher here today. And this one is driven to right, not too far, though, and it's going to be caught by HPU right fielder Hoku Ching. And just like that, the first one, two, three inning recorded by the Sharks. Nothing going for the Vikings here in the sixth frame. We'll be right back. This is HPU Shark Softball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. To maintain a quality home or commercial building, it all starts at the top. Kapili Solar Roofing and Painting is a trusted, local family-owned business that offers a complete range of services, including roof repairs and replacements, solar panels, and painting. With almost 15 years of service, their team of specialists can be counted on to provide the highest quality solutions to fit your needs. Visit kapiliroof.com to schedule your free estimate. Kapili Roofing, building peace of mind. One roof at a time. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht back here with you live for the bottom of the sixth inning. HPU in its home opener struggling against Western Washington out of the GNAC conference. A lot of Pacific Nor Northwest teams represented there ranging from Canada down to Oregon. As Savannah Salier Kovacs leads things off for the Sharks. HPU trying to battle back from a four-run deficit. Trying to get their first win of the season. They're 0-7 so far. And it's not looking good. But if the senior catcher can get something going for the Sharks on offense, they can try to turn that around. 0-1 so far. She grounded out to second in her first at bat. And now <laughs> I laugh because that's now the third time that Savannah has been hit by a ball today. The first one as a catcher. Second one a swing and miss that hit her in the shoulder, and then this one fouled off her left foot. Yeah, it's been a rough day for the senior backstop for the Sharks, but she does it with a smile on her face. It's funny enough, every single time, stuff that would make me say some words that aren't fit for air, uh, she's just got a smile, steps right back on into the box. And this pitch is flied way down the left field line. That one had the distance, but more than 100 feet too far foul. So her teammates basically telling the other team that Savannah Salier Kovacs is all over that. And then the opposing pitcher, Ramirez, says, all right, but look at the scoreboard. We're up 4 nothing." <laughs> Savannah standing in there, fake bunt, now slaps it to right, but drifting foul. Will Hanaho the 1-2 pitch. Another good at-bat here for Salier Kovacs as uh, she tries to fight against Ramirez. Uh, her team said it. She was right on that foul ball right there before. That time tried to slice it the other way to right field. Now, hopefully for her, she can just hit it right back up the middle. You know, it's the only place she hasn't tried yet. So with a two-strike count, Ramirez peering in there and delivers another foul ball down the third base line. Salir Kovacs working both lines, like you said, Paul. If, if she can center it up, that's where she wants to be and try to get something not only in fair territory for the first time this at bat, but what would be HPU's first hit since the second inning. 
Yeah, I, I've said it a couple of times in their previous at-bats and uh, in previous innings. The Sharks just looking for any type of momentum right now. It doesn't even have to be a hit. Just work a walk or something. you got to find a way on base. Salir Kovacs does put it in play. Grounds it to shortstop and a relatively easy play there made by Haley Rath going 6-3 to three for out number one. And Salir Kovacs with a noticeable limp after fouling that ball off her leg. So we'll see how she hangs in there behind the dish going forward. Life being a catcher is certainly not easy. You take a beating behind the plate, and then you think you finally get a break when you step to the plate, and you get hit more there, it seems like. So Alexis Oshiro now coming up to bat. She grounded out to second in her first time up today. It's not often that you get to the sixth inning and you only have the offense going around the order for the second time, but that's how strong Western Washington has been today. Retiring now 13 batters in a row. The last and only successful hitter has been Hernandez back in the second inning with her leadoff single. This ball in there for a strike. And you've mentioned it throughout the broadcast, Kyle. Ramirez doing an excellent job attacking that outside corner against HPU hitters, and uh, as it has been all throughout their first seven games, today in their eighth, no different. That outside pitch continues to give them trouble. Here's the 0-1 pitch on the outside corner again, but low as Oshiro evens the count at 1-1. One one. HPU trailing Western Washington 4-0 here in the home half of the sixth inning. First game of our doubleheader action today on HSRN. As this ball's high and away, good job there by the freshman Oshiro trying to work the count as the de facto Second leadoff hitter in the nine hole. Oshiro suffered a similar fate to Salyer Kovacs her first time up, grounding out to second base. Uh, Oshiro also had the error that uh, ended up leading to a run for Western Washington. And a nice bun attempt there by Oshiro. However, it trickles foul. She would have been safe easily, but just a little too much English drove that one outside of the left-handed, pardon me, the third base line outside the left-handed batter's box. A good call there. A good bunt in terms of where she placed it. It just couldn't quite stay fair. Uh, you said it trickle foul after uh, a little extra spin. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Barely fouled away by a excuse me swing of Oshiro. Nice protection there with the two-strike count. Yeah, just an emergency hack by Oshiro to stay alive there. Pitch she thought was far outside and then realized it's too close to take here, especially uh, with the offense struggling as it has been. Here comes the two-strike pitch. It is high and tight, and on the full count, it is a walk. So the second batter to reach of the day by HPU is Alexis Oshiro here in the sixth inning. Great job by Oshira fighting right there as she heads to first base and I said it before the, the first batter of the inning. If you're HPU, you're just looking for any type of momentum right now. Now we're going to have a pinch hitter here in the sixth inning. It's Emily Wheat taking her first hacks of the game for HPU. She comes in to bat for Brandy Leong. 
So Wheat assumes the leadoff position for the Sharks now in the lineup. Corners in for Western Washington's defense. Coming up on two hours into this game. Sharks looking for something on offense. Only one hit and a walk to their credit so far as the run and hit as the runner takes off and Wheat fouls this one off down the first baseline. Yeah, and you can see Coach Lono trying to be aggressive as soon as she has somebody on base here putting the hit and run on immediately and just couldn't get that one fair. Ramirez leans in and delivers. The runner fakes again like she's going. That's Oshiro, but stays put. Wheat quickly behind here in the count, fresh off the bench, though. I will say Wheat has started five games this year, appeared in six before this one today, has three hits. Uh, so somebody who can get it done for the Sharks. And the pitch is taken low and away. Good eye there by Wheat. One out in the sixth inning for HPU. Basically five more outs before they're retired in this game. So trying to add not only some more base runners, but finally get the runners they do have over and in. Here's the Ramirez pitch. It's taken to short right center, but it falls right into the glove of the second baseman there, Pitoy. And that's quickly two outs here in the sixth frame for HPU. Yeah, once again, we see the wind holding the ball up in the air. And right there, Wheat doing a nice job fighting that pitch off towards right center and just holds up in the air too long. Second baseman's able to put it away for the second out. So with two out here in the six, it's Tita Saunders coming up to bat. She's 0 for 2 so far today. I mentioned earlier, not a lot of offense for the Sharks. One hit and one walk represents the extent of the damage caused by the Sharks as Marina Ramirez is on pace for her fourth victory already this season for Western Washington, coming into this game at 3-0. Standing on first is Alexis Oshiro. She walked earlier in this at-bat. Here's Saunders at the dish. Swings and a stolen base attempt. Alexis Oshiro is gunned down at second, and that gets Western Washington out of the inning unscathed yet again. They lead 4-0, and we'll be back with the seventh inning. This is HBU Shark Softball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Now back to Hawaii Pacific University. Shark Softball, presented by Hawaii Pacific Health. Creating a healthier Hawaii on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Back here at Sand Island Park, Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht here with you. Seventh inning just underway as the Vikings up to bat again. Haley Rath, the shortstop leading things off. She had a single to start the offense for the Vikings in the first inning. Nothing going since then. HP pitcher Taylor Thompson still in the pitching circle for the Sharks. Home team trailing 4 to nothing in search of their first win of this 2023 campaign. 0-7 so far looking at 0-8 if they can't score at least four runs next inning with their final three outs. Yeah, got to get something going here uh, late if you're the Sharks. Even more so, got to keep the Vikings off the board here in the top of the seventh. Rath fouls that one away and falls behind in the count. <coughs> Sally or Kovacs again limping around a bit, the catcher for HBU. 
She's taken quite a few knocks with the softball today. The senior trying to hang in there. Good one thing. ball, two strike the count. Good thing we only have one game today, right, Kat? Well, we'll see if she catches the second <laughs> game with these injuries mounting for her. But, Paul, you mentioned it, a doubleheader scheduled for today. The second game coming up shortly after this one is finished. So following that foul ball, we'll Hanaho the 1-2 count. Taylor Thompson back in the pitcher's circle, looking in to Haley Rath. Corners guarding the lines, outfield straight away. Here comes the pitch, and it is popped up. Out of play again, another foul ball. And we've seen this from Rath all throughout this first game today. She's not one who's going to go down easily at the plate. Big reason why she's hitting third for the Vikings. At the shortstop, one of the best athletes for the Vikings. Trying to show why in the three-hole today. And here comes the one-two pitch again. This one is lined to second. A nice job there by Wheat, who stays in at second for Leong. And she goes four to three on the putout. Nice scoop and the toss for out number one. A really nice play there by Wheat. A hard hit ball looked destined for to find outfield grass instead finds the back of the glove and uh, first out here for the Sharks as they try and keep the Vikings off the board in the top of the seventh. Kanilihua Pitoy, the second baseman out of Roosevelt, stepping in to the box here. She takes a ball down low and we'll pause 10 seconds for a station identification. You're listening to HBU Shark Softball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. KGU AM K236CR Honolulu is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht here on the call with you at Sand Island. A grounder up the middle, picked up by Wheat, and a nice toss to first to get the hustling Pitoy out. Two outs collected and caused by the defense of Wheat for HPU here in the seventh. Bang, bang, play at first base. A really nice job by Wheat being ready right away. Is, uh, it's funny, the ball always seems to find you as soon as you check into the game, as soon as you come into the game, and it's been no different here for Emily Wheat over at second base. And for the Western Washington Vikings, four runs, giving them a four-run advantage, four to nothing here in the seventh, and a, wow, a nice play at first by Oshiro picking up the throw by Tanigawa and stretching awkwardly to complete the out and getting the one, two, three inning. That'll retire the Vikings in the seventh and HP will be down to its final three outs when we come back. This is Shark Softball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. You're listening to HPU Softball, brought to you in part by Kapili Solar Roofing and Painting on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, AM 760, 95.1 FM, and We'll see if the Sharks have a comeback in them, down 4 to nothing here in the home half of the seventh inning. The home opener against Western Washington in this doubleheader action, and so far nothing going for HPU, but I mentioned they still have three more outs and they're going to rely on Tita Saunders to get things started. She was batting last inning, and will come back to the plate after Alexis Oshiro was caught stealing in the inning. Saunders, a lefty, both times at the plate previously in this one, 
hitting the ball to the right side of the infield first time went four to three that's second base to first base on a ground out and then three unassisted a ground out to the first baseman uh, so she's obviously somebody who has the tendency to pull the base or pull the softball uh, here I wonder if she's gonna keep with that approach or try and switch up here uh, as the Sharks try and get something going just three outs remaining Marina Ramirez working on a shutout effort uh, she evens the count to Tita Saunders at one and one following the foul ball there yeah it's been a really impressive showing today for Marina Ramirez uh, showing exactly why she is the ace for this staff uh, comes out today just one hit and one walk through six innings uh, of pitching for the Vikings starter and this pitch fouled off by Saunders it'll be another favorable pitcher's count when she gets back on the rubber a lot of confidence for Ramirez Going to the rosin bag yet again. Checking her defense. They're playing just a bit to the opposite side. Saunders, the left-handed hitter. Defense shaded to the left side. And here's the one-two pitch. And it's popped up to the left side. And just out of play. A nice effort there by the third baseman from Western Washington. That was Davis hustling over, but out of play. Foul ground, decent bit of it here. You mentioned at Sand Island, but not enough there, clearly, as uh, gets out of play. And Saunders remains alive. So we'll do the one-two count over again. Saunders standing in there, gets the pitch, takes it to left, but right to the left fielder for out number one. That was a nice catch there by McKenna Crum. Yeah, tough to find any space uh, on the outfield once again. And once again, you got to go into the air and you can't hit it too high. The launch angle can't be too high or it's just going to be a fly out as we saw right there to the left fielder. Pardon me, that was Lexi Barkham. She came in a few innings ago to hit and remained in left field. So, so she gets the put out there. As for HPU, we're going to have another pinch hitter this time stepping in will be it's going to be Thompson stepping in uh, for the designated player who has been hitting for her all throughout this game today but clearly coach Lono trying to go with something different with the game on the line just two outs remaining now for the Sharks and maybe Thompson's thinking here hey my offense hasn't really helped me now I can help myself here with two outs to go one out recorded here in the seventh inning HPU down four to nothing and Thompson hits one to right, but it's going to be snagged by Petoy. She's been like a vacuum cleaner on the right side all day. And down to their final out, down by four runs, is HPU here in the seventh. Petoy's range has been on display over on that right side of the infield today. You mentioned it. She's doing a really nice job moving to her left, especially as that one was lined to her left into the hole between the first baseman and the second baseman, or at least where that usually is. Unfortunately for the Sharks, the range on display there results in an out. In steps Tiara Hernandez. She has the only hit for HPU today. The Waipahu native out of Pearl City High School. Takes ball one outside. Hernandez most likely looking for the first strike here, trying to get on base because even the home run here doesn't really help you. HPU needs base runners. 
And what a way for Hernandez to get things going if she can maybe draw a walk to get on. She has a hit. She takes ball one up and inside, but called the strike, even in the count at one and one. Something else to keep an eye on or, or keep a mind to as this one goes. We've mentioned it a couple times. They're playing two today here, and while this first performance hasn't necessarily been what the Sharks want, you do want to try and get a little bit of momentum into that second game if you can. Here's Hernandez, slaps this pitch out of play. And with that, HPU down to its final strike in this game. The confident pitcher, Ramirez, nodding her head to her teammates, saying, we got this, one more to go, two outs here in the seventh inning. Four to nothing, Vikings leading the Sharks. Hernandez in there trying to continue this game. And here's the one-two pitch. It's grounded up the middle, a nice job. And Ramirez barely gets out of the way of that one. The hot shot up the box gives HPU its third base runner of the game. And that's Hernandez leading the way with her second base hit of this ball game. Yeah, right at the right time as well. You mentioned it. Right now the Sharks just need base runners if they want to keep this one going. Hernandez does exactly that with a hot shot right up the middle. And uh, now all of a sudden, Sharks with a little bit of life as Tanigawa steps to the plate. So here's Kanoe Tanigawa, runner on first, two out, and she takes this one to right field. But there's Pitoy again, grabbing the pop-up for the third out and the final out of this game. Western Washington will take the opener of our doubleheader, four to nothing over HPU. When we come back, we'll wrap things up and set the table for our second game of the day. But putting a bow on this one, HPU falls to Western Washington, four to nothing in game one. This is HPU Shark Softball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. This is HPU Shark Softball, brought to you in part by Pioneer Electric on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, AM 760, 95.1 FM, and online at hawaiisportsradio.com. Back here at Sand Island Park, HPU falling to Western Washington in game one of our doubleheader, a stellar performance by Marina Ramirez. She picks up her fourth win of the year, improving to 4-0 following the shutout complete game victory for the Vikings. And on the flip side for HPU, not much to talk about. Even though pitcher Taylor Thompson did a pretty good job, there were some errors behind her that led to runs, a walk and a hit batter, led to movement on the bases. And as we said, Paul, once Western Washington got those two runs in the second, it was basically a tall hill to climb there. And then they picked up two more insurance runs and we're able to put down HPU the rest of the way. And that's one of the nice things when you have an ace of Ramirez's caliber. Uh, when you're Western Washington, you can score a couple of early runs and all of a sudden just set it into cruise control. You feel pretty good as long as you play just average defense, and they did more than that here in the first one today, winning 4 to nothing over the HPU Sharks. You mentioned it. Not a lot going on for HPU in this one. Only a pair of hits, a walk in this one, as Ramirez really seemed to have all of the Sharks' hitters figured out. Yeah, and even though Ramirez is definitely one of the players of the game for sure, we're going to give our Pioneer Electric player of the game to HPU hitter, Tiari Hernandez. She actually collected the only two hits of the Sharks' box score, two singles, and she also had two stolen bases, and played a strong third base for the Sharks today. So 
She is our Pioneer Electric Player of the Game, brought to you by Pioneer Electric Incorporated, providing Hawaii's contractors with top quality electrical supplies for homes and businesses. And before we take a brief pause before our second game here, we have to send a big mahalo out to our in-studio engineer, Chaz Antai, keeping us on the air. Good job, buddy. Uh, on-site, our on-site producer, our social media savant and host of Wake Up in the Den every weekday morning at 8 a.m., Kule Agbayani. Our friends with the HPU staff, including Sports Information Director DJ Wink on site with here, uh, with us here in the press box. And Paul Brecht, our analyst today, last word for you, my friend, before we take a bit of a pause. All right. If you're in this HPU huddle right now, you're chatting about that last game, you got to put it in the rearview mirror. I know it's really just close, but tough first performance of the day. You play two for a reason. 0-8 sounds a lot better when you're 1-8, right? You just got to get that first win of the season, get that, you know, weight off your shoulders. You're going to try and do it here in the second one today, refocus as the uh, team meets right now. So we'll take a brief pause, and we'll be back in about 20 minutes to half an hour. Be sure to tune back in or keep it locked here on HSRN for our entire crew. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in a little bit. I'm Kyle Galdera. Take care and aloha. You've been listening to Hawaii Pacific University Softball, presented by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii, and brought to you by Kapili Solar Roofing and Painting, building peace of mind one roof at a time, and by Pioneer Electric, providing Hawaii's contractors with top quality supplies since 1964. This has been a special presentation of HPU Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on AM 760 and 95.1 FM, and online at Hawaii sportsradio.com. We return you to regular scheduled programming.